you, of course, you and I are, um, we have been contemplating for years now the major shifts in our uh, political policies, in our uh, national and global governance, in, um, in the challenges that we've had as a society with our with our administration, both the Trump as well as the Biden administration, largely the Biden administration, thinking that it can move into a kind of totalitarian domination of our society without the approval of the American people. And we have been blitzed with all sorts of uh, challenges from what I have explicitly called the pandemic. Um, the pseudo pandemic of uh, of a viral strain that we all know, knew then, know now, came from Wuhan, uh, and 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 then also the economy challenging us left and right. No one is surprised about that. The economists had said that back in 2018 and 19, that 2022, 2022, and here we are in 2023, experiencing not only here in America but globally exceedingly difficult times economically, exceedingly difficult times. And according to not only the Fed, but as well, the economists, things are only going to get worse over the next year or two. Um, and that's because our markets are gradually descending for the purpose of change. Uh, we warned you a couple of years ago, and now the language is all on us in terms of uh, central banking, digital credit systems, and um, uh, a departure from the fiat dollar to uh, to a digital currency that will be extremely problematic, as we have warned and talked about on so many levels. When once the government has the banking to fully um, govern every dime you make then you are, for all intents and purposes, completely subsumed economically in and under the hand of the beast. He has control over your economics, and that will be a challenge for you and I in terms of what is our value system, what is our identity, and what is our glory. Do you remember the Lord Jesus upon baptism in Matthew chapter 3 and 4, uh, and Luke's gospel as well, um, being driven by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Remember what the first temptation was, turn these stones into bread. And our master summarily rebuked the tempter, that's what he was called, and said, men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That would be from the Deuteronomic Code of the Old Testament, as many of you know. And what was Jesus teaching us? by that representation and, and trial that he was under, that life does not consist in the eating of physical bread and drinking of physical water in its totality, that there are times in which you and I have to say no to evil, even if it threatens our economic situation, even if it challenges our capacity to eat. That was an extremely important test because the devil whether he does it in the uh, more surreptitious and and, uh, and and spiritual ways of of challenging humanity and particularly God's people, there is always that test around what your value system is. And, and if all the labor of man is for his belly, as Solomon said, and you and I are given to simply the craving of our physical appetite, 
then yes, the government will tell us what to do and we will collapse right into compliance because it believes as the devil does as well. Um, if a man is hungry, he'll sell God out. Remember what the devil said to God concerning Job, you know, uh, take everything that he has and he'll curse you to your face. It wasn't true for Job, but I'm not so sure that that isn't the case for many, many Americans and people around the world who are utterly dependent upon this secular system and its material conveniences uh, to exist. And, and certainly when we were confronted with these challenges by our government, unjustly, unconstitutionally, by the way, for which I will be talking for the rest of the next two hours, the victories that many of us who have resisted our government in its policies because they are contrary to law, contrary to the Constitution, contrary to our civil rights, um, have have uh, have fallen by the wayside. But now again, here we are being challenged with other bizarre, wild, pervert, uh, perverse, and wicked policies to boot. Um, and and we we have to ask ourselves: Do we live by bread? If we do, then any uh, any pseudo authority can tell us what to do and we'll bow down and uh, and respond in complicity. The devil also tempted our master by saying, if you jump off this temple, uh, will you not trust that the angels will bear you up <clears throat> according to the word of God, Psalms 91? And our master made it very plain to the devil at that time, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. He is not to be tempted. We know who he is. We know who we are. This is an identity thing. See, when you know your identity, you don't have to do wild and bizarre and crazy and twisted things to prove that you have worth. And you certainly don't have to um, engage in some kind of suicidation with the devil to prove your worth. If you are a child of the living God, you are a child of God and God will take care of you. You don't have to jump. All you have to do is stand when the enemy comes against you. Put on the whole armor of God and stand against the wiles of the devil. You don't jump, you stand. And then he came after our master one more time. He said, bow down to me, world. That's what the devil does every day to men and women, young, young, young and old across this land and around the world. Stardom, human glory, self-exaltation, massive wealth, wine, women, and money uh, is what he offers the carnal man, the fleshly man, the material man. And yet Jesus says, you shall worship no one but the Lord God Almighty. Him only shall we worship. There's one Lord and, and, and one, one Savior, and that Savior is the Lord Jesus Christ, one true and living God, the Father by whom and through whom we come to know him in the redemption of our sins and the pardon of our transgressions. And as such, we worship no one but the one true and living God and Jesus whom he has sent. This is how you know you have eternal life. What does all this have to say? When we are clear on our values, you know, I'm not going to sell myself for a piece of bread. When we are clear on our identity, I'm not jumping off the cliff just because the devil wants to test me whether I'm a child of God. When we know that the glory of God must transcend our own pursuit of glory, then we worship God alone. In so doing, God graces us to overcome all of these 
again, massively corrupting totalitarian neo-Marxist, cultural Marxist, anti-biblical uh, policies that are dominating our culture and our world today, much of which you and I will talk about today. One solid good piece of news is that Gavin Newsom vetoed one of the most notorious bills coming down the pike recently that would have punished parents if they did not affirm their child's gender identity. And uh, I, I thought how strange it is that Gavin Newsom, who is as left as one could be, given to every wicked policy from abortion to COVID mandates and lockdowns and shutdowns, um, would now all of a sudden veto a bill that uh, would have accelerated this um, transition to transhumanism through the chopping up and mutilation of the body parts of our children. Um, why didn't he sign that bill? I have my, uh, I have my uh, suspicions and I have my um, theories and I'm gonna share them with you when I come back from the break. We will also talk about how, again, many of our institutions such as the FDA and the CDC are just staunchly locked into rejecting all of the legitimate all-purpose drugs that we know have been helpful to our bodies over the course of these three years without any side effects to keep us from having to be on the hamster wheel of the damnable jab. And I'm going to talk about why the jab is damnable because you, you just need to know if you took it, don't take it again. Don't ever take it again because there are uh, very clearly laid out problems with that jab, and you need to know one more jab could could destroy your health, if not end your life, so don't do it. It is amazing that the media and our government does not acknowledge the criminal, insanely massive harm that this campaign has done to human beings. It's amazing. I'm praying that one day that God would bring all that to light and uh, correct the injustices against humanity. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline, your host, Jesse Gistan. Again, we're going to take a break, pay some bills. When we come back, we'll continue to pick up on all of the news of today and the truth as it is in Jesus. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. We're back to time 520 on the Monday edition of Lifeline, your host, Jesse Gistan. Um, we were talking about Gavin Newsom and his unusual um, response to this bill that <clears throat> is absolutely insane, but so much of what our government is doing these days can be constituted insane for them to want to uh, believe that they can just, uh, by divine fiat, tell us what to do, particularly in the area of controlling our children and, and, and uh, demanding and determining how our children are to be able to determine their own outcome gender-wise or any other way. Just the notion that the politicians in Sacramento would uh, boldly and openly um, suggest uh, ideas about how to govern our kids um, should tell every American in California exactly what we're dealing with in terms of a rogue uh, administration, a rogue Congress, a, ro uh, a rogue set of um, Democrats, and maybe some Republicans, some rhinos, I don't know, but certainly some of the mad, insane leftist Democrats in Sacramento really need to have an, uh, an awakening. They need to be uh, removed from their posts, but I'm afraid that many of them are part of the 
uh, Deep State, the um, the senior uh, administrative society, that that group of people who are in there for life, shaping policies and and ruining the lives of Americans, bringing us incrementally into economic uh, dire straits and therefore control uh, the implementation of insane, uh, immoral, unjust policies, particularly around how our children are educated and so many more other hyper-leftist, foolish, anti-societal, anti-healthy policies that are just sickening. But uh, Newsom bailed on the bill to punish parents who do not affirm their children's delusional thinking about gender at six years old. Just, it's not even worthy of a conversation that parents should be afraid of their children um, and, and therefore be complicit to whatever the whim of the child is around what they think they are, which is impossible for them to know with any real certainty in spite gendered male person in the administration uh, of, of Joe Biden, I, I think it's the health department, um, uh, some some levy person, uh, in spite of that individual confidently asserting that you can know what you are from the very er earliest days. No, you can't. You can't know. Even grown people don't even know who they are a lot of times in their earliest days. But here is what I suspect, and you can tell me. I think that Newsom probably is trying to move a little bit toward the center for a presidential run since we know that Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, is completely incapable of actually even finishing out this present term with so many gaps and so many mistakes he's made over this year. Uh, he's a spectacle to be observed to see his senility, to see his dementia, to see his character emerging unfettered, uh, unbridled. There is no kind of uh, psychological or emotional break when you begin to experience dementia or Alzheimer's. You just let it fly. And obviously that's what he does. And he embarrasses himself and I like to say embarrasses the American people, but I don't. I don't think so. So I think that waiting to see what will happen and then try to make a run. I think he would be another great, strong delusion, another construct of the diabolical system of politics. He looks the part. He sounds the part, but he's as empty and vacuous morally as anyone can be. That means he's perfect to be the president of 40% um, of Americans in the 21st century, in 2024. Um, secondly, I would also say the reason why he backed down is because the resistance, ladies and gentlemen, is working. I, uh, I recognize that we have to be careful about our identification with political groups and political entities, et cetera, et cetera. If you and I don't understand the plan conflict uh, that exists within the ranks of a two-party system, which ultimately is a uniparty uni agenda globally, um, it's easy to be hoodwinked. And therefore, it is much more uh, normative for people to never even get involved in politics. And um, for a long time, I didn't. Uh, and then when I finally got in, it was out of a conviction to want to be able to say that I did something at the level of a legal system of reprisal 
to try to move my country in the right direction. And I did it as a testimony to my kids and certainly now to my grandkids. It does not make any sense to call yourself a Christian. Complain and moan and, and, and uh, if you will, murmur about what's going on. And don't try to do something about it, particularly when there are measures that can be done. So the resistance is working. I can, a wonderful legal team that uh, works with and represents the um, high wire where Dale Bigtree is the main spokesman and probably founder of that wonderful uh, program, uh, has done so much work at um, fighting the courts and getting FOIA reports, Freedom of Information Act reports on what's going on all the way from what's taking place in the medical industry with Big Pharma, as well as the government itself, as well as our Department of Defense, which are all working together throughout the media and big social media conglomerates like Facebook, Twitter, um, Google, and, uh, and, and other platforms to, uh, to censor, if you will, the truth as it is. Uh, and, and so we have been able to see those uh, measures be exposed as you're hearing on the commercials on this program now. Joe Biden has engaged in massive censoring of the good people of America who simply want to give everyone an opportunity, as Proverbs says, to hear the whole matter. He that speaks before he heareth the matter, it is folly and shame to him hear the whole matter, and then you are able to evaluate the plausibility of any kind of assertion, idea, or proposition that's given you. And our fundamental rights as Americans to free speech infers that being able to hear any side, all sides, when we can, the way we can, allows us to be informed enough to make uh, viable decisions without falling prey to deception and as I use the term so many times, propaganda. And that is what's going on in the neo-pravda uh, legacy media in your country. And again, I am super glad to say that when I look at the polls and I listen to the commentaries, uh, people are very clear of the lopsided, perverted, twisted um, uh, propaganda of our media, that our media is in lockstep with the Biden administration, in lockstep with Big Pharma to impose upon you things that are patently wrong. And so that is helping. Um, there are more right-thinking people in California that has to overcome this political machine. There are more right-thinking people in California but they have to overcome the political machine. It cheats wherever it can. We know this because when uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, Bernie Sanders almost took California, uh, lo and behold, they did a kind of bait and switch on him that they did on Trump. And, and Bernie's such a team player, he allowed it to occur. And uh, now he is ruining the day that he didn't have an opportunity to run against Donald Trump, but that be it as it is, what you and I have to know is politics is filthy, it's dirty, it's bad. Um, I, I, I think we will see some good outcomes with uh, Joe Biden being um, now under investigation for um, all kinds of criminal behavior with his family, his sons and his daughters now, to the tune of about 11 family members 
with uh, bank accounts and offshore um, businesses to uh, money launder to the tune of over $20 million. Outrageous, outrageous. So is the case with Nancy Pelosi and so is the case with Dianne Feinstein. I think one day, you guys, you know what we'll do? We'll look up maybe 20 or 30 years from now, we'll discover that a whole bunch of those dirty rats, that's the way Michael Savage puts it, in Washington were nothing but prostitutes for money, economic, political prostitutes for money at the expense of the American people. This is why they must be held accountable by you, my dear brothers and sisters, by you knowing the truth and being brave enough to communicate the truth so that election time come around, men and women will go to the polls much more informed and less deceived. And maybe we can have an outcome that can give our children a future. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Got to take another break. We will be right back. And now back to Lifeline. The time is 535 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Your host, Jesse Gistan, here with you on September 25th. And glad to have you uh, in the house. I'm looking at an article quite interesting before we go to, oh, by the way, two lines open, one 367 5329 one with all the other dystopian Orwellian things going on in our world that are real, like the central banking digital credit system con continuing to uh, unfurl itself and, and, and plan itself staunchly in our banks around the nation and the world. And by the way, Faith institutions are having their bank accounts completely shut down by big banking industries right now without even giving them a warning or telling them that they apologize for the inconvenience. Faith institutions are having their finances locked down, shut down by big banking institutions like Chase and others without even telling them. And that's exactly because what we are warning you about is a geopolitical strategy to oppose a biblical worldview. And if you are not aligned with the woke doctrine, transhumanism at the level of the alphabet mafia, your LGBTQIA plus system of uh, global unity, if you're not part of it, promoting it, they will lock you out. That's exactly what Revelation chapter uh, 13, verse 16 and 18 is teaching you, that governments will seek to totally control your income and force your hand to submit to them. This is a problem, and you need to be aware of it so that you can have some kind of flexibility should it come your way. I already know people, several people have told me that their bank accounts have been frozen and that they couldn't get their money, and that the banks did not even tell them why. This is happening more and more to people everywhere. Be sure of it. In addition to that, guess what? Not only is it true that the Department of Defense is spending millions and millions of dollars uh, merging with a big tech for the purpose of uh, of uh, censoring and controlling and observing and data mining our behavior. Um, but now you've got your Wi-Fi system 
working in cahoots with the DOD and others to be able to actually visualize people in their own homes. Now, this technology is not new. I remember uh, reading about this about four years ago, but technology that allows, allows one to be able to see into people's home. This should make your head, hair stand up, said the article. Your Wi-Fi router and all your smart appliances, including your smart meter, create a dense web of EMF, you know what that is, electromagnetic field, radiation in your home that can be used to see everything and anyone. A scanner used by someone outside your home can see through walls, spot people inside, see all your stuff, etc. Technocrats invent, invent without conscious without ethics and without morality. Um, these kind of X-ray um, devices, which are used in military war, you and I know this, infrared is capable of seeing at night, seeing in the dark, seeing the glow of bodies, but there's technology, and this has been around for a long time, that allows people to use even low-grade drones to fly over your homes and to target you. And this is going to increase because of these G5 towers and G10 towers that are being put up everywhere. This is a system of surveillance. As Dr. Aaron Kiriati puts it, we are moving fast towards a biosecurity state system. That's where we are. And um, here's what it says, however. When police suspected that Danny Kilo, an organ man of growing cannabis in his home, they drove to his house with a, it's called a thermal imaging device to scan it. They found hot pockets in the house, which were used to obtain a search warrant and sub subsequently bust uh, Kilo. Fortunately, a five to four Supreme Court decision ruled the scan an unlawful search under the Fourth Amendment, requiring a warrant the police did not obtain. Score one for privacy, but the government is about to have a far more controversial and dangerous tool at its disposal to monitor what's going on inside your homes. Now, again, I told you I was reading about this about three or four years ago, and here it is. How it works, Wi-Fi, electromagnetic waves in the 2.4 and 5 gigahertz range. It's the same thing as the light you see, only it can penetrate walls due to its much longer wavelength, just like light. This is called echolocation. These waves also reflect off various surfaces and when reconstructed properly, can be used to create an image. The article goes on to clarify this, but as I stated to you before, this has been going on for a while. It almost always starts in the Department of Defense. Technology is de developed by our army, by our defense, in the name of protecting us. Then that technology is turned on us. This has been true since the days of the CIA, the FBI, Secret Service, and all of that. You know this. You know this. They develop technology, and if they want to make millions off of it, they'll turn it into a product that they can sell to the American people and the world. Okay, but they also use the better grade and higher, much more flexible technical aspects of these products on American citizens. This is why when Edward, uh, when Edward Snowden told you the NSA was fine on you, that was the deepest reality of a violation of our constitutional rights that we could have ever learned from because it's wrong to do, but they're doing it every second of the day.
And so you have here another thing happening. Not only can they hear what you say by reading your emails and every other form of communication, but now they can see you. And adding AI and going 3D is about to occur. Adding AI and going 3D. Welcome to the new world order. It's really bizarre to see these things happening. And it's all technocratically done, you guys. It's all because technology has the capacity to do things that we could not do 20 years ago. And, uh, and because our government is a beastly system that exists to control you, it's going to do it technologically. It's just going to do it. Let's go to line number two and have a conversation with Jermaine uh, from Alameda. Jermaine, are you there? Hey, Jermaine, what's up? You're probably sitting on the line thinking that I'm not there. Jermaine, I'm going to give you once. Jermaine, going twice. All right. Um, I thought we had our dear brother Jermaine there. I'm going to get ready for um let me read a portion of this article. I'll take a break and we'll come back. The lines are open, at least three of them, you guys. one 888 1-888-367-5329. As this article finishes up in its, um, in its just hair-raising um, article, the first 3D human pose construction framework using commercial Wi-Fi devices. The system uses the 2D imaging technology previously discussed to construct a 3D avatar of humans uh, of the humans captured by it. The system uses a deep learning model that is AI that encodes the prior knowledge of human skeletons in the construction process of the 3D model. This is um. This is extremely dystopian and problematic because this also is getting into the idea, you guys, of, of hologramic uh, uh, cloning. In other words, being able to produce such an image of people um, down to the very uh, acute physiology of their gait and their walk and their size and their height. And, and of course, they're doing voice overs that are phenomenal. Very hard to detect the difference between a human being and artificial intelligence right now, and it's only going to get better. Uh, you know that this will be used to unhinge and create levels of chaos that will serve once again to continue to manipulate the American people and the world into compliance uh, if you don't have the technological skills to be able to detect uh, what's going on with these new technologies. All that to be said is, you know, you certainly need to be aware. You certainly need to be prayerful, but probably it probably won't come home to most people until um, until it starts getting them at the, uh, at the banking account. Once you start going to your bank and you realize you can't get the money that you want, then you'll wake up, then you'll begin to realize, uh-oh, uh-oh, there is something going on wrong here that is not cool. And this has everything to do with ESG, your environmental social governance scores. If you don't walk in lockstep with this woke doctrine, antichrist system, um, they will punish you by taking away access to your finances and your funds. Mark the word. I've told you here this before. Um, it will show up in your life in a few months. Like I told you, there are already people who have contacted me because they have been having a difficult time even being able to just get their own money out of their own bank 
Uh, that's because a lot of banks are about to go on a run and shut down as well, uh, which you need to be uh, concerned about. Also, the banks are not as secure as people think they are. And um, I think Americans need to know that we are really obligated to be in control of our lives at higher levels than we have been. We've taken our government uh, for granted and uh, they have bitten us in terms of technology for it. This is the Money Edition of Lifeline. Two lines open, one 367 Two lines open, one 367 We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 888-4KFAX. That's 888-FOR-KFAX. And now back to Lifeline. I agree to join one triple eight three six seven five three two nine one triple eight kfax um uh one triple eight three six seven five three two nine you um you you and and exercise your constitutional rights for for one thing secondly again we're moving into the fall weather and we want to be careful to um stay healthy take your vitamins um rest very well um spend time with good people don't don't hang out with, with stressful people. If you're one, stop spending time with yourself. Uh, you don't need to be um, a stressful person stressing other people out, particularly this time of year. Our immune systems are already under massive threats for all kinds of reasons, and you really do want to be as healthy as you possibly can. Let's go to Leslie on line number two. Uh, Leslie, are you there? Leslie from San Francisco on line number yes. two. Hi, Leslie. Well, we're having, yes. Hi, Pastor Jesse. How are you? Good. We're Excellent. having a What's star going search on? meeting. Uh, we're having a star search meeting in Fremont this Saturday, the 30th at 1030. Uh, and is that the library, correct? Yes. The San Jose, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Fremont main public library on 2400 Stevenson Boulevard. Yeah, I know where it is. Okay, and that's going to be this Saturday at what time? 10.30 a.m. All right, so let's have a conversation. What is the open public meeting on this Saturday in Fremont, California um, about? What are we trying to do? We're encouraging everyday people to run for local offices because there are over 175 local offices in Alameda County that will be on the ballot. But most people don't know this. And what we do in our local communities with respect to schools, uh, public safety, and the economy, that sets the tone of what we find acceptable in our society. And it's very important because it trickles upward. I agree. Um, and, and the point that you're making really is that, you know, if we're going to make the kind of changes that we know needs to happen, we this is undeniable and incontrovertible. We are in a, um, I, I hate to use the word crisis because it's such a bastardized term in the media because they use it in a wrong way against us. But there is a kind of crisis of uh, a lack of really quality people, really balanced people, really um, people who, who, who have um, good thinking skills, critical thinking skills, and, and really mean well for um, their communities, really mean well for their families, really mean well 
for our state and our nation. There is such a vacuum in that area. And a lot of it is because, and I'm pretty sure you can affirm this, Leslie, that people don't know how many vacancies are there when it comes to local positions that they could run for and, and even possibly win and, uh, and thus make a change on a local level because the change won't come any other way but for people to get involved. Because I was, I was absolutely, uh, it was astonishing to me when you and Tom told me that um, over 150 seats are open, and you just stated about 175 um, across the, uh, is that the whole of California? No, it's Alameda County alone. Alameda County, just in Alameda County, just in Alameda County alone, over 175 potential vacancies there to run for office this year. Um, so when people come on Saturday, to the library in Fremont. We'll give the um, address again shortly. What can they expect? Oh, they, get ex they can expect to find out what are the offices that are open. Uh, we, right. we have a handout and then the next step is for them to find, we'll find out what districts they're in and then we can match what districts they're in with the openings. Um, and we'll tell them that the kind of services that we provide, uh, we provide uh, help in trying to find members of their campaign team. We help them right. figure out how to file. We tell them what are all the steps because we found out from running last year that running is like a startup. You have to create right. your own infrastructure. You're finding out how things work. Where is the data? Yeah. What are the processes? And it's a very steep learning curve and it's very daunting if you don't know in advance. So. We're trying to leverage what we learned to help lots of other people so they don't have to go through this very arduous learning curve. So it makes it a lot easier for them to believe that they can run and they can win. Sounds very good. Sounds very good. When my schedule slows me down a bit more, I, um, I'll, I'll incrementally move closer to what you guys are doing because I, I want to just be able to know to be able to tell other people about how probable it is if they are so inclined, if the impulse of their heart is to be uh, a productive citizen, how to get involved. I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful that you guys are doing it, excited about it. I am sure that we will see fruit out of this, uh, Leslie. So as the apostle puts it, um, and I'd say this to you and Tom as well, do not be weary in well-doing. Reap if you faint not. Thanks for the call. We'll talk to you soon. The Monday edition of Lifeline, your host, Jesse Gistan. There are three lines open, one 367 one for you to call if you want to. I just want to make a, an observation. We'll pick up uh, our calls on the other side of the break here in about three minutes. So the FDA, Food Drug Administration, um, largely um, supposed to be the regulatory system for Big Pharma, uh, uh, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Moderna, all of those uh, wicked systems. I call them wicked because when you do just a scant research on the history, they're so controversial. They're so um, they're so diabolical in their practices. This is where 
uh, Veritas, you guys know Veritas well, a journalistic system that had been able to penetrate into the company with cameras and catch their senior scientists telling the truth about how they were uh, creating drugs by gain of function. Knowing that these drugs were toxic, they knew it. They knew the toxicity levels of these drugs. They knew that the spike protein did not stay in one place, but biodistributed all throughout the body. They knew that the spike proteins impacted and targeted organs in the body. They knew that it broke past the blood-brain barrier and entered into the brain and caused many strokes and major strokes and all kinds of other thrombosis manifestations and expressions. They knew this all along, and, and it was wild to catch these scientists on record knowing that fact. They knew that the spike protein stays in people's bodies for up to 90 days and more. They also knew that there were strands of all kinds of raggedy DNA inside the vials that would impact your regular cellular structure and open you up to uh, different cancers. This is the whole idea of turbo cancers going around now. All kinds of people are getting cancers and those cancers are aggressive and those were the symptoms in the animals in the testing that were taking place before um, before Moderna and Pfizer uh, put these uh, these jabs out on the market. All of these things that are, that are happening to people now were happening in the animals. You need to know that because your doctor is not going to make the correlation. He he will be punished. Although again, I can. That great legal team for um, for for Dale Bigtree and the High Wire won that battle in court. It is a stunning testimony. You can read it for you. You can watch it for yourself. Go to uh, thehighwire.com and go to the ICANN legal team section and watch the two-hour uh, deposition by Aaron Series on many of the leading scientists working for Pfizer and watch how he deconstructs them and exposes them for knowing that they were engaging in criminal behavior, even to the point of killing so many African people. It's tragic. It's tragic. When you are ignorant, these big conglomerates will take advantage of you because they can pay off the media and pay off the government in the tunes of billions to simply deny your claim. It's phenomenal. And your doctors often don't know because all they do is take the stated data that's given to them by Big Pharma, which data is often manipulated, controlled, shortchanged, not having long enough trials, not doing full trials, not actually even doing trials on the common people. They would game the people as well as the trial to get the outcome that they wanted so that they could promote the drug. And then once the drug was harming people, they'd pull it off the market. But by then, they've made tens of billions of dollars. This is a racket that needs to stop. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline, one 888 is the number to reach me. We'll pick up with the phone calls, and we'll get at the conversation with you when we come back. We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 888-4KFAX. That's 888-FOR-KFAX. And now back to Lifeline. Yes, indeed. We are back on the second hour of our program. 
It's 606 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Your host, Jesse Gistan. Glad to be with you. We are in-house every Tuesday at Grace Bible Church in Hayward from 6.30 to about 8.30. We have a Bible study from about 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Excellent. We are in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're beginning to work through the spiritual gifts. And we have a time of robust prayer for the world, for the people of God, for the saints that we do know. If you want to be part of a quaint, cozy, about 40, 50 people come out uh, on Tuesday night, sometimes a bit more. Then it's more robust on Fridays as well. Um, the doors are open at about 5.30 and we get started about 7 again. And we have a great time of exposition and Q&A. You can't make it uh, live. You can certainly follow us on live stream at Grace bible.com grace-bible.com you get sound expository teaching with application that is rich robust and relevant to your life so we'd love for you to join us if you need to become part of a community that's actually getting at going into depth in the word of god join your boy pastor jesse gistan and the, the crew at grace as we uh seek to continue to be bereans um, eagerly leaning into the word, I know what we know, what we know about who we know. We're going to go to line number two. Let me see here. Line number one and talk with James from the Bay. Um, and let's have that conversation. James, are you there? Hey, PJ, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. What's going on with you? You know, I wanted to kind of address, uh, three of the issues you spoke on and then uh, get your feed uh, your feedback. First one, let's go in order with the last one first, was the uh, the work that Leslie is doing uh, of getting people uh, engaged in the uh, the governing process, if you will, or the, uh, the, the process of running for office. It is amazing. Like I was surprised, like you were, with the number of open, openings that were available. But I mean, I would say I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna move to the next one. It's done by design. I mean, if yeah. you have that many public offices open, why yeah. is it not being publicized? You I know, agree. that's why we end. That's how we end up with the uh, career politicians because they know the process, they know what it takes to get in, and they know how to discourage others from, from getting in. Then I wanted to uh, 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 speak on the, uh, you said also said something interesting regarding the obviously man should not live by bread alone as it comes with the food as they try to, you know, attempt to contaminate our food. And I always go back to Ezekiel, always go back to the scriptures where as opposed to going to God for our healing, which is he's truly the only healer, we tend to rely heavily on the pharmaceutical industry, with this, which is no more than mere uh, artificial, basically derivatives of the authentic healing medicine that God had provided for us. Then they take that and hide it and give us this artificial junk. And finally, I just wanted to end with, you mentioned uh, Newsom and his move to the middle, and I was also going to bring up to you what Trump seemed to do with his move towards the middle. This is just my observation as he's out uh, 
is he criticized, I'm sorry, is he was criticizing red state governors for uh, having signed pro-life laws, no, notice the heartbeat laws. Uh, he's criticizing those as being too strenuous. And I just wanted to put that out there because it seemed like that's not the platform that he ran on. So I just wanted to put those three out there and then, you know, let you, you know, work through those because you kind of hit on all of those. Absolutely. Ditto's on all three, first of all. Ditto, ditto, ditto. Ditto's on all three. Of course, it's all by design. There's no way that our governmental system is working with full disclosure in order to have a truly equitable um, opportunity, outcome opportunity for men and women to be involved at the political level in which the Founding Fathers had imagined it should be in order for cronies in order for career politicians, in order for your wealthy goons to um, to not take advantage of the system and rake in hundreds of millions and billions of dollars over a career of political office, such as the Bidens, the Feinstein, the Pelosi's, and so many more, both on the left and the right, as you and I know. Um, that only happens when you create a kind of demoralization of the culture. You know, I'm going back to Yuri Bismanov's strategy for turning a, a democracy into a socialist system, demoralize people by turning them into perverts, uh, sexual deviants, and, and, and carnal men and women who believe that the goal is to wake up every day happy and gleeful and not be diligent, not be vigilant, not be circumspect, not be pursuant of righteousness, and then as a consequence of righteousness being established, enjoying life as God has given it to us. But lazy men and women who are given to convenience uh, will more than gladly let other people run their lives. This we already know the stats are in. People are daily becoming more inclined to let their government do it. This is the ubiquitous Kafka trap of the notion we need to leave it to the experts. Uh, that is religious talk. Every legitimate scientist will tell you they don't know half of what is said that they know because they're in a constant experimental paradigm at all times. And so people like Fauci who stand up and say that he is science is really engaging in scientism or what we call the neo-gnostic religion of, uh, of new age medicine, the pharmaceutical industry, which comes up out of the Old Testament as well as in the new with all of its witchcraft and all of its sorcery, Revelation chapter 18, pharmacia, pharmacia without a doubt is engaged in a practice of uh, uh, techno alchemy, uh, experimenting, like you said, with the uh, derivatives of truly organically beautiful um, um, uh, sources in our creation, whether those be herbs and those be other extracts from our from our beautifully created society that can serve in the healing processes of human beings. This is what natural medicine is all about. And, and thus there's a battle against natural medicine by the synthetic medical system, because it's always been a battle between the organic God, the God of organic reality over against the God of synthetic control. This is something we will deeply dive into as I explain the difference between the technon of God and the technon of Satan. They have two communities. God has his children, they're called technons, and Satan has his children, they're called technon. 
the, the key term is technos, technia, and technology is a derivative of um, the reality of God being creator, taken in the hands of the wicked one, employed at the technological and scientific level, and creating a new man, a transhuman in his own image via the pharmaceutical industry. Today, the term is called One Health, One Health, meaning a one world medical governance system. This is the World Health Organization. You need to know it, One Health. They are right now developing policies to have absolute control over the governments of the world through, again, emergency pandemic uh, uh, um, measures and so that they can set aside our constitutional rights and forced upon us the absolute necessity of engaging in their toxic, poisonous, damnable um, products called jabs. Uh, this is something the American people will have to wake up to or they are going to rue the day. Finally, before we go to a break, we'll come back with the rest of our callers. Stay on the line, you guys. Yes, Trump, uh, Trump is moving to the middle as his advisors are telling him, so that he can win them too, um, as is Biden. That's absolutely true. He will say one thing in a certain uh, arena, and then when you catch him over in the arena with his good old boys, he'll say something quite different, quite dogmatic, quite clear, quite explicit. Understand that it's called politics, the most diabolical, deceptive, damning system on the planet in the world. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Your host, Jesse Gistin. We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 888-4KFAX. That's 888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. And now back to Lifeline. That's right. We have two lines open, by the way. one 367 5329 You can ask me any question you want to on the topic of scripture, God, this world, this political system that we're in. You want to call if you've never called before? We'd love to hear from you. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine is the number to reach me. Let's go to line number four and talk with Jermaine. Jermaine, are you there? Oh uh, yes, I am. What's going on, man? Well, yeah, I just uh, wanted to piggyback off of some of what I heard. I, I really do appreciate Sister Leslie and Brother Tom for the work that they're doing. Absolutely. And it kind of convicted me to see that as a believer, absolutely, there should be some way to get involved because, you know, um, politics as we see it is just, for me, it's kind of a, a large form of idol worship. And I was having a, a conversation with a relative who made a comment about why there's so much crime in Oakland, San Francisco. And I let him know I knew some of those people that a lot of the first responders, they'd left. They didn't want to deal with the politics and they also didn't want to deal with mandates. And he had made a comment that, well, maybe the unvaccinated, you know, should be able to do what they want, but they can just die. And I had to remind him that I was one of them. And, you know, he kind of got taken aback. But when I look at how politics is in general, I, I've seen, uh, I heard you mention Diane Feinstein and what they're doing to her is a shame, just literally wheeling her in a wheelchair and, and telling her what to say. And she's, she's barely kind of holding on, but they need that seat that, that just shows me the necessity of trying to get involved because those seats must be very, very important if, if they're willing to wheel somebody who's in what looks like the last stages of life up to a, to a seat just to, to have a vote. So, you know, I, I think it's very vital that we get involved in some kind of way. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. I think that what we want to be able to do is kind of have an axiom or a worldview that says um, politics is a necessary evil, but it is the alternative to chaos and war. It really is. Politics is a necessary evil, but it is an alternative to chaos and war. We can go tribal. We can become a rogue nation. We can succumb to the neo-Marxist socialist agenda of absolute chaos. We can turn into the Gotham cities that they want and then create such a mayhem that um, fearful people, people who don't know how to defend themselves, people who are not prepared to survive will just willingly submit to the government to rescue them. And that will be many people, there's no doubt about it. And I believe that that is the strategy deconstruction at the woke agenda's doctrine of uh, equity by letting rogue behave uh, as atrociously as possible, defunding the police, minimizing their efficacy. As you stated, they are demoralized and they move on and leave a city wide open. The nation that forgets God will be turned into hell as the uh, prophet puts it. And there's no doubt about that. We descend into debauchery and chaos when we are not operating out of the higher moral ethical principles of biblical truth, uh, reinforced by law and establishing order only in that kind of structure, biblical truth, law and order, can we have prosperity in our society. And when you do see a Diane Feinstein or a Nancy Pelosi as old as those people are, wretchedly old, uh, and then a Joe Biden, all of them are career politicians who should have moved over a long time ago. The problem is once they vac vacate their spot, other people that will get in will see the kind of cronyism, the kind of backdoor deals that they've all made with the different nations around the world, the confiscation of, of filthy uh, amounts of wealth from China and from other countries, from Africa, as well, uh, th this is exactly what we're doing in Ukraine. Ukraine is a big front for um, criminal behavior, and they, they'd rather blow Ukraine up than to expose the fact that the Biden-Obama administration was deeply involved in Ukraine at the level of multiple uh, uh, laboratories for gain-of-function uh, research, as well as shell businesses running all throughout the various countries by which they've confiscated wealth. And it's on the back of the American people. Every time you turn around, we need to give more money here, more money there, and more money in other places while our borders are so porous that hundreds of thousands of people coming from different countries are here unaccounted for. This is a tragedy and a mess. And the only outcome that, that can occur with this kind of behavior is either an internal uh, breakdown of our society so that martial law ensues or a civil war will occur because the level of quality of life will be so diminished. We will be at that third world status where if men and women, again, don't learn how to defend themselves, they will become prey to the predatorial systems that are emerging up out of this demonic, neo-Marxist, socialist, uh, corporatism, plutocracy, 
uh, tear it down, and we will bring in the new world order. This is where you and I are right now. People need to wake up to that reality. And one way of doing it is uh, political means. Um, if, if men and women wanted to get involved, but you got to know, just like the God, only way this world will change is that people lay down their lives for the truth. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And this is where people are today. They don't have that much love for Jesus in the church, let alone be willing to lay down their lives for the next generation. And so uh, predictable as things are presently, uh, these are problematic times, and we will end up dealing with some harsh realities that will wake us up to our lethargy, our indifference, our apathy, uh, and we will we will realize that we fell asleep at the helm. Let's go to line number three and talk with Prima from Pleasanton for a moment. Prima, are you there? I am. <laughs> I am. I'm here. How are you, Pastor? I am fine. How can I help you, young lady? Listen, I just I have a real quick question. Um, I think I sent you a a text about debunking. I think I was debunked from my bank because my bank, there was a federal, not a federal, I'm sorry, there was a takeover for a Canadian bank to my bank. And so for like a week, I could not, absolutely could not access any of the funds I had in that bank. And even when I went online and they changed the password and the, and the user ID, I still couldn't get on. So I had to go into the bank. So three trips into a bank to finally get back online. So I mean, I just had an, that was an example of not being able to access your funds. I could not get into my funds. But my question to you is, what do we as Christians do? What do you think about precious metals, Pastor? What do you think about gold? Yeah, those are, those are fundamental. They are fundamental. You, you definitely need to be diversified. So if people have their money, um, if, if you're doing the American model of a money market, a 401k, uh, uh -huh. different, different. Uh, if people are doing different vehicles for the uh, preservation of their wealth, let alone the increase of it, then yes, it's going to be in certain commodities. It's going to certainly be in some silver, some gold, some precious metals. Of course, you need to do that. There, these are long-standing, worldwide, historic, universal principles. We're dealing with a fiat system. This is the monetary system we're on around the world as a fiat system the gold and silver and precious minerals are being confiscated by the money barons at the highest level of big families in the world. The gold, the silver, and precious metals are being confiscated as we speak. The rest of the world is being governed by a fiat system. What that means is our dollars, no matter what it is, the not or the yen, whatever the case may be, um, all around the world um, is completely subject to um, the stability of our economic system. We are crumbling as we speak. And everyone that has ever had a little money or here or there has always had more than just the dollars that are in the bank because the dirty little secret is that there are not many dollars in the bank at all. Um, if, 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 if 50 people did a run on their bank and a bank may have, you know, 20, a bank may have a thousand people uh, on average that runs that bank. And if 50 people did a run on their bank, if they went in on the same day and say, give me all of our money, and I, I don't even have to put a number on it, but let's say everybody had 
$50,000. You have 50 people asking for $50,000. The bank could not give them their money without first going through a lengthy process of getting the money from somewhere else because they don't keep their money in a bank as you and I think about it anymore. It's all numbers. It's a numbers game. And therefore, they would have to go through lengthy measures of being able to get your dollars out of the bank and put it in your hand after you ask for such an amount. This actually gives you insight into the the real diabolical nature of banking systems in terms of controlling your assets, controlling your monies, and only conditioning you to only pull out of your account what you need sparsely for living. Whenever you ask for an inordinate amount of money, they are going to give you trouble. And in many cases, they are going to investigate you as if the money is theirs. It is not yours in their eyes because you and I are all part of a massive economic ecosystem that really is about them making filthy amounts of money off of our hard-earned labors. It's a sad reality that if people woke up to, they do other things. But yes, yes, if you're smart, you will have 20, 30, 40% of your income in something else other than dollars. And this is not even a radical idea that I'm talking about. People who know how money works have been doing this for the longest. So yes, get into precious metals, find out what they are, get a good institution that can help you with that, and at least be ready for a rainy day because the blackouts are coming for sure. Bless you. Got to take a hard break. All the lines are open. one 367 1-888-367-5329. 1-888-367-5329. We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 888-4KFAX. That's 888-FOR-KFAX. And now back to Lifeline. Yes, we are. We're back. The time 6.37, and I ditto that. If you want to join the conversation, one 367 Let's go to line one and talk with Murphy from Oakland. Murphy, are you there? Yes, I am. How you doing, man of God? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, I want to thank you. I don't know. You have um, baptized me on Father's Day. Uh, Amen. Definitely appreciate that. Amen. Um, I wanted to uh, bring hey, up. Hey, Murphy, uh, let me ask you a question. Are you a father, too? I am. No. Oh, you're not? Father? No. No. Well, what you waiting on, man? Uh, <laughs> I think I'm kind of past <laughs> that time. I'm 50 years old now, so. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I got you. Plus, I got uh, you. Yeah. Well, I was kind of nervous to have a kid because of what's going on now. Uh, raising kids in this time frame is kind of scary. It I is. feel for the What's parents the right now. Yeah. Um, one is Trump and two is Judy Makovich. I don't know if you heard of uh, Noah Judy Mark uh Mikovich. Yeah, Judy Mikovich. I've been yeah. knowing about her for years. Yes. Yeah. So um you know about she supposedly has a way to detox from the uh jab. I don't know if it uh um give some people hope. Uh, if, uh I don't know if uh, if it's can help because it's on a DNA level and so in depth, but she does, she is a major scientist that's way up there at the level. So uh, she has uh, 
on her site, the real Dr. Judy or the real Dr. Judy, uh, a way to detox from the jab. Uh, so I'm gonna throw that out there for you. Now, what's your thoughts on that? And maybe it, it might help some people if it is true. No, it is true. And, uh, it is true. It, it is true. I've been okay. I've been recommending detoxing for a long time. Um, you know, if you've been keeping up with me from the start, we have been battling against the fallacy of this um, pandemic, and we've been telling people how to deal with both COVID as well as the jab. And detoxification is only a logical mechanism because our body is a living organism. So if we're fundamentally healthy, we can detox from most things and, and, and recover um, significant amounts of health. It doesn't matter whether it's a jab or whether it's any kind of other illness or disease. Detoxing is something that the body must do to overcome pathogenic um, uh, suffering, and and it can. And and, and I, Judy uh, Mikovich is a patron saint to me. She's absolutely phenomenal on a ton of levels. But yes, the real Judy Mikovich, she she has great detoxing. <clears throat> we can recommend four or five other communities as well. That you know, that's what I do. That's what I do. I help people out. Um, people need to take their health into their own hand, by the way, and not just give it over, particularly not these uh, mere synthetic uh, medical solutions that uh, almost invariably have side effects that in many cases are worse than the original treatment. It's sad that we have to be critical against the medical industry because I've got loved ones that are actually in the field. So we're not against medicine. We're not against uh, the blessed uh, symbol of redemption in the uh, crucified Christ. That's the whole medical symbol. We get that. But what we despise is corrupt medicine, um, corrupt practices that harm people instead of Hippocratically help people. And so, yeah, Judy can help. Ain't no doubt about that. Um, people, people can look it up and, and find that there are many good measures to help them detox. Do you have another question, my brother, or observation? No, observation on the Trump. Yeah, I was a fan of his when he uh, when he first started. When he looked like he was fighting a deep state and, uh, and the Illum um, and Illuminati, the whole nine yards. But then um, something changed on him a little. But then I started remembering all the presidents he's related as well, or cousins to every single president. Uh, well, there's only one that wasn't as not related or not cousin, and um, all the presidents that we had. So it got me to thinking that maybe we've been hoodwinked, or I was hoodwinked, or people who believed in Trump was hoodwinked from the giddy and thought that he was on our side when he was just playing a super opposite, um, opposite end, like the good cop versus bad cop. And he was playing like he was the good cop to help us, but he really just playing a role. Um, because now he's so busy trying to show that he was the father of the jab. And that he was that uh, that kind of just exposed him to me, like, oh, you've been a part of this all the time. I thought you was a good dude. Uh, just um, I don't know what your thoughts was on that one, as far as the relationship yeah. with all of these. No, I can help you with that. I, I I love your sympathy. I really do. I, I've got about three minutes, and let's let's talk this through because this here is a pinnacle of uh, concern for a lot of people. If I were to really do your observation, Murphy, justice, what I would be doing is talking about how long-standing this managed conflict narrative of a two-party system 
existing on one plantation, which is leading us all in one direction, whether it's the left or the right, whether it's the Democrats or the Republicans, whether it's the conservatives or the liberals, um, there is a uniparty component to it that is called the deep state or what is called the uh, senior executive branch. Senior executive branch, meaning the people who have been in politics deeply for decades upon decades. I named a few, Nancy Pelosi, uh, uh, Diane Feinstein, Joe Biden, and many others to boot, the Bushes, the Clintons are part, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Of course, Trump was a newcomer, but that's how the system works. They really did need to placate um, our uh, Caucasian brothers and sisters who were so maligned and so uh, abused and misabused by the Clintons and by the Obamas uh, during the time when black folks were swinging uh, happily on the um, rope, proverbial uh, Tarzan rope with, with Obama until he came to find out that none of his policies ever did them one bit of good. And they woke up too late to, to the fact that they were three-card mollied through uh, a, a pseudo-man in, in the Obama administration as well. And so all kind of dirt's coming up about him as well, because this is all about distraction. And so when Trump gets in, Trump was a delay for a Biden-Clinton uh, potential candidacy. He filled the gap. He came in there. He definitely was not a deep stater. He was not a globalist. He was not someone initially who had any interest in further selling Americans down the river of uh, global one world control. He was not that initially, but after a while he came to understand that he could not negotiate his way through that first term into a second term without being complicit to certain things that we believe that he was utterly blinded to. And that certainly was the DOD, the Department of Defense, engaging in biological warfare on its own citizens. Obama would, I mean, uh, Trump would have never known that DARPA was part of something that was planned many, many decades ago in terms of its accelerating uh, bioweapons uh, products in the name of vaccines uh, uh, and, and particularly mRNA technology. This is nothing new. People that want to know it can know it. And people that have lit, worked in the DOD as well as the FBI, CIA, and many other institutions who have been whistleblowers have told the truth about this. And Donald Trump was a shilling. He was used to that end. Now he's on the inside. And what that means is he cannot fully betray that system, particularly if he's going to get back in. I don't know if he's going to get back in. I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't know if he's going to get back in. But if he does get back in, people are going to have to hold their noses because there are things he will not affirm, like the betrayal of the American people at the level of this notorious jab that has a whole lot more to do with transhumanism than it does some pseudo plague of a virus running around our country. That's another conversation for another day, but your impulses, my dear brother, when you picked up on the fact that Trump probably has just managed conflict material 
on a certain level. This will make the pro-Trump folks a little disturbed with me, but they know that I don't have any kind of allegiance to the left or the right at this level of the game. My goal is to see it from a bird's eye view, a biblical view, a Christocentric view, and I recognize to some degree that we are dealing with a uniparty system. Thanks for the call, my dear brother. Got to take a break, pay some hard bills, and then I'll close out the program with John from Oakland. We will be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Indeed, we've only got a few minutes to go. Let's see if we can get two brothers for the line number one and talk with John from Oakland. John, are you there? Hey, Pastor Jesse, how are you doing tonight? I'm great. What's your question, man? Uh, it's not really a question. I just wanted to say, okay. um, you know, to tell the saints out there, don't get discouraged. Uh, but more importantly, we got to pray and, yeah. uh, uh, definitely uh go against any the narrative i i found myself once i started realizing that even though i was in church i was so still so far off base right so yeah, yeah. um getting back to god's plan for my life and uh i just want to say is that uh, we got to start family and uh do things that that god wants us to do biblically right you know raise kids uh and all that good stuff, right? So get back yeah. to the wholesome way of doing things. Yeah, no, that's core. That's that's you're absolutely right. That's core. No, no deviating from the primary things. This is you know a family, which is what the enemy is trying to bust up. Uh, making sure we affirm our kids in their organic biological makeup as men and women, which is what the enemy wants to bust up. Uh, husbands need to know their roles. Wives need to know their role. They need to honor God in prayer and in charity and therefore cooperation with one another. Be under sound teaching and preaching that gives you a robust faith that allows you to you know, speak the truth in love. Ain't no doubt about that. And, 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 the, and God will move in the bigger scenarios and he'll raise up people as he chooses to call them and will support them if we see that they, you know, if they're shining for the glory of God in a way that can that can remedy these problems, we will support them. There's no doubt about that. So I thank you for that word. That's a great word of encouragement. Let us continue, uh, if you will, to um, exhort one another while it is still called called the day. Bless you, my dear brother. Let me go to line yes, number three briefly and talk with Ken from San Jose. Ken, are you there? Pastor, uh, Pastor Jesse, so um, I'm just wondering, you keep saying, um, you know, uh, find the means to uh, wake up, find the means to protect yourself. You already went into some of the the economic and uh, political. Of course, we have the Second Amendment. And, but if you round that out and, and maybe present a total uh, picture of, the, of a, the prepared Christian, you know. Yeah, well, the prepared Christian is the person who's right with God at the spiritual level and, and walking near to God in his word. That's critical at first. That's what I liked about my previous caller. Um, you know, playing on the periphery of divine truth is the scariest thing in the world. This uh, tectonic shift is going to shake a lot more professing Christians out of the kingdom, if you will, uh, and they'll get further and further away from God because that's the nature of uh, the judgment that's coming. If men and women don't draw near to God, he won't draw near to them. The other thing is definitely uh, making sure that we try to be as healthy as we possibly can, because this is a biological warfare at the physical level. It is spiritual, it is psychological, it is biological, because as the devil said to God concerning 
uh, Job, touch his flesh and he will curse you to his face. So what's happening now in this massive global battle is a uh, touching of the flesh. The flesh, the most uh, coveted, the most intimate, the most immediately um, important thing in our physical lives, apparently, is we love our flesh. And so when we are threatened with sicknesses, threatened with disease, you know, we, 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 we're now being shown for what we what we really are, really are in terms of our values. So I would say, you know, now that we've been through phase one of this biological warfare, this fourth generation warfare with, with uh, viruses out and more are coming, if they're not already here, stay healthy. Just just try to be as healthy as you can. And then, and then yes, exercise all of the freedoms that God has given you to be responsible, to be virtuous, to be productive, to be visible, um, to to definitely uh, walk in your rights um, in terms of communication. This is what I try to do. Uh, speak the truth in love freely, boldly, um, as broadly and as as, uh, as effectively as I can. Uh, take care of myself. Definitely, as God graces you to be able to engage in self-defense, uh, defensive weapons for the love uh, for the safety and welfare of your family. This is a constitutional right. And uh, uh, people that are willing to walk at that level of love cost will know about that. Other people are not. There are people who are so timid and so uh, unprepared for a conflict scenario that um, they wouldn't even dare continence, you know, uh, holding a stick in their hand to, to protect themselves, let alone um, something more injurious or something more robustly serious like a, a knife or a bow or a gun, uh, as if we don't have scenarios where those things are needed. Uh, this is going to come upon us as a society more and more. We are not going to like magically uh, uh, wake up one day and everybody's at peace with one another. We are in a cycle of terror, a cycle of corruption, a cycle of violence, a cycle of theft, uh, a cycle of hardness of heart, a cycle of malfeasance across our institutions, governmental, medical, uh, monetary, <clears throat> etc. And men and women are coming to understand the liability of living in a third country scenario. This is what goes on in third countries. You won't, you wouldn't survive if you were in Jamaica, uh, if you didn't understand something about protection. They they have all the bars on their windows, all the bars on their doors, all the bars in their hallways going to their bedrooms. They the people break into the house. They can't get into the bedrooms because the bedrooms are set up in a way where you have to come through a barred gate uh, because they understand what time it is in Jamaica. This is the same way in Haiti. This is what's going on in parts of Africa. The, the thugs, that's the nature of a neo-Marxist socialist agenda when it wants to seek power. There's only two groups, the powerful and the vulnerable. Uh, the American experiment is under major threat in that regard. Jesus warned us about it. In the world, you're going to have tribulation. Your joy has to be being in him and being wise as serpents and as gentle as doves and navigating this world in humility and dependence upon Christ and service to him and profound personal and collective worship. This is really 
absolutely the way to enjoy life, to, uh, to have the light of Christ in you, working through you, working from you towards others to help them stay on the path. I want to encourage you to stay committed to sound doctrine, fervent charity, and uh, evangelical zeal, and do that in a local community where they take Jesus seriously. Until then, the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and to give you his peace. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved. Thank you.